Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another week and another episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. If you're new to the show, I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the writer and personality behind Big Kid Problems, which is a popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now obviously a podcast. Welcome. (laughs) Guys, it's a brand new year, a brand new season, a brand new time to start off fresh and shake off all that weird freaking juju from 2021. I mean, God, 2021 really kind of kicked us on the way out the door, didn't it? I mean, any momentum I had coming into 2022 kind of just got fucked these last few weeks. Like, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but with all the like Omicron outbreaks and holiday plans getting shut down and it just it felt to me like we were regressing into a scary dark time. And I know I feel like I'm kind of entering this new year, like wanting to hide under the covers. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. But that is why it is especially important that we shift our focus and get our new year ritual on. So if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you're probably familiar with my new year ritual. I'm such a dork, but I am so serious about it. It's basically a series of a few practices I do at the start of every year to get into a good headspace, set some goals and intentions, and just start the new year off on the right foot. I've actually been perfecting this new year ritual over the years. And every year I kind of add some things. I subtract some things. Like I just make it work for me wherever I'm at. And this year, I mean, I can already tell you, I'm making a lot of shifts to my standard ritual. I mean, I'm six months pregnant. I'm freaking tired. <laughs> like I'm moving really slow. So instead of doing my full out ritual, I'm really just kind of slowing things down and going easy on myself. And that's kind of the whole theme for me moving into this new year. Like I'm all about ease this year. So wherever you're at right now, I mean, if you're feeling super motivated and ready to freaking crush 2022, good for you. And maybe check out my full New Year ritual from last year's episode because it's going to have a lot more than this one is. Uh, It's episode number 65 if you want to go back and take a listen. I mean, I just I just took a listen to that one. God, I was so young and full of life back then, guys. (laughs) Like... Really, it's amazing to see the difference a year makes. And uh, if you're feeling like me right now, like maybe feeling a little trepidatious walking into 2022, maybe you're moving a little slow, maybe you're needing to ease into this year a little bit more, stick around for this little solo episode and we're going to walk through this together. So one thing I do want to note before we get started, so This episode is a little different from our normal episodes in that it's meant to be 
interactive. So you can listen to me describe all these things, all these practices, but none of this stuff is going to work unless you actually take some of the practices I'm going to outline for you today and actually do them in your own life. Like this is meant to be a guide and you don't have to do everything I'm going to outline today. But even if you hear one thing that resonates and you're like, oh, maybe I want to try that. I swear even just doing one of these things is going to have an impact. Like I mentioned earlier, I kind of tweak this every year. So don't be afraid to make your own tweaks. Like go ahead and make this ritual your own. And with that, I say we get started, guys. Get cozy and we will be right back with our 2022 New Year's ritual. We are kicking off the new year with a brand new partner and I am so excited because I've actually been using them for years and I'm a true huge fan and that is Athletic Greens. I first tried Athletic Greens literally years ago because I wanted better gut health and more energy and especially now I love taking it every day to help optimize my immune system and just give my body the nutrients it needs every day. With one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens into water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, I mean, all the things. I've had so many food aversions during pregnancy, like I won't even look at a vegetable. So I love taking this every day to just give my body the good stuff that it needs. I've gotten Brandon hooked on it. I'm sending some to my parents to get on this year. I mean, talk about just setting yourself up for a good habit this year. There's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it's less than one gram of sugar while still tasting good. Like it has kind of like this light tropical flavor that makes it easy to drink as well. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com BKP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com BKP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. So one of the first things we need to do in the new year is just set up our foundation. So there's a few things I do kind of in the beginning of every year to just kind of help me get my vibe right. And one of those initial things is to kind of pick like a high vibe book. So usually pretty much every year for however long I can remember. I usually pick like a self-improvement sort of book. If anyone needs a good suggestion in past years, I've read like Glennon Doyle's Untamed, really any Gabrielle Bernstein book. Um, I did The Universe Has Your Back last year. Really loved that. Um, This year, The High Five Habit from Mel Robbins is really hot. That's like a really hot and trendy self-improvement book that I think would be a good suggestion. Um, This year, I'm kind of changing it up a bit and actually reading a parenting book. I mean, talk about times a change in, but uh, I'm actually reading a fun parenting book. I know that sounds like kind of boring and terrible, but the book I'm reading is um, Bringing Up Bebe, which is a humorous 
a book about like French parenting techniques. So it's enjoyable. It's informative. Um, and it's kind of like right for me this year because it's not just about, you know, doing something self-improvement wise. Like I also just kind of want the ease and like entertainment and pleasure of reading a book. And I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. Like whatever you prefer to read, maybe you're more drawn to something like a little bit more entertaining. That's totally fine. I think the act of reading itself can just be so therapeutic and relaxing. And I mean, just even taking the time to read a book and not look at a screen during that time is really good for your brain. I mean, I kind of think of reading as like lifting weights for your brain. Like it's just a good strengthening exercise. And um, for anyone who might not be a reader, I'm not really a reader either. Like I'm not somebody who like picks up a book and reads for two hours a day. So my whole thing, especially in the beginning of the year when I'm like picking out a book and trying to do this, um, give my eyes a little bit of a break from looking at a screen and, and, and do that strength training for my brain, I will read for literally, I'll do like five to 10 pages a day. And that's enough. And that's like a very small commitment. I add it to my morning routine, like usually over coffee. I mean, even five pages, reading five pages, it, it, it takes like no time at all. And I think it's just a really good way to kind of start your day. And there are even books out there, even if that seems like a tall order, uh, there are books out there that are just like a, a daily read of like one page. Like um, I got the suggestion of the Daily Stoic a little bit earlier this year. I got that. And that is just like you literally open it up to the today's date. And, uh, and you read one page. And if that's where you want to start, like, that's where you start. I think that's just a, a good thing to add to your kind of New Year's, New Year's routine. And going to that point, so I mentioned the morning routine. I, I kind of normally have a, a morning routine. Some days, some days I do it. Some days I miss it. It's really okay. I'm not, like, super, super, like, firm on this. But I think an, a morning routine is, is really good to have. And especially in the beginning of the year, especially for the month of January, I'm like, I can be, I can hold firm to it for a month. And this is just a really good way to kind of set the foundation for yourself um, early in the year with some good habits, like right when you wake up. And usually my morning routine is a bit more complex. I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I've tweaked it over the last few months and just made it easier on myself. Like I don't try and do, my whole thing is just not doing too much right now. You know, we're taking it easy on ourselves. So if it helps anybody, I'll give you mine as just an example. So like I wake up, I used to do like a 20 minute meditation not happening for me this at this point in life. Uh, I actually have like a meditation app and I can do like either like a five or 10 minute guided meditation. So I don't have to like think about it too much. Like somebody else kind of guides me through a meditation and that's, that's enough for me. So I do that. I come downstairs, I get, I pour myself a cup of coffee. I do my reading, you know, only five to 10 pages. Doesn't take that long. And then I do some brief journaling. I'm big on journaling in the morning. It's just a really good way to like get whatever weird feelings or emotions are happening in your life like out on paper and just kind of like create some clarity in your life. So uh, I used to commit to like a three three pages of journaling a morning, which is actually a tried and true method and is great if anybody has the time and energy to do that. I kind of don't right now. I've shortened my, my morning journaling prompts. And um, 
what I just do now is I write really quickly, like even just a few sentences, like what's going on in my body, because I don't know when you're pregnant, like I just, there's a lot of weird shit going on. And sometimes it's like, I'm like, am I sad? Am I hungry? Am I, you know, uncomfortable? Like what's going on in here? So I'll just like brain dump that out real quick in just a few sentences. And then, um, I maybe do some scripting. We're going to talk about scripting later on in this podcast. If you don't know what it is, we'll get there. And then the most important thing, like even if you just do this, I write down three gratitudes every morning and my gratitudes are specific. I think if you're too general about your gratitudes, it doesn't really work. Um, I have to pick three things from the day before that I'm grateful for. So I kind of that what that does is I kind of have to go through my day and pick out the things that I remember as being good or some, some things that I'm grateful for from the day before. And after doing this for now years, it really makes me like while I'm living my life on a day-to-day basis, like I'm more conscious of the things I'm grateful for. I'm more conscious of the good moments. Like for an example, I had a really good sandwich the other day. <laughs> like as I was eating this sandwich, it made it all the more pleasurable to, pleasurable to be like, this is so good. Like this is definitely going on my gratitude list. Like otherwise I feel like years and years ago before I was doing this, like I would have just wolfed down that sandwich and been like, yeah, that was good. But I just think that when you start to like actually write down your gratitudes daily, you're just more conscious of those moments and they make them all the sweeter. So big, big uh, fan of writing those daily gratitudes and that's it. That's my little morning routine sets me up for the day helps me get my my juices flowing every morning. And I try to hold firm to that for the entire month of January. I've been doing this for a long time. So I'm I, I pretty much hold firm to that all year long. But if you're kind of new to this stuff, definitely just try and get through just one month of doing this and see how you feel, see how it changes not only your mornings, but your entire day. All right. Another thing I love to do in the beginning of the year is I like to take some form of action. Like I like to take a class or a course or like a workout training program, like first thing in the year. And there's a couple reasons for this. One, I feel like there's not a lot going on in January. Like it's just a good time to get this out. Like there's less social stuff going on. Like people are recovering from the holidays. It's usually shitty weather. It's cold. Um, So January, February are usually a really good time to bust out you know, something that you want to do. And then when you get, when you finish like a course or something that you wanted to take for the year in January, it just kind of like, it makes you feel like you can freaking do anything and you just feel accomplished. Like it's just a really good way to set up your year. You might already have something in mind. If you don't, I mean, there's so many digital courses out there, so many resources, just kind of think about what it is that you're interested in. Um, I've done improv classes in the beginning of the year. I've done comedy sketch writing classes, workout challenges, meditation courses. Like these are all little things that you could do from home and the comfort of your bed. And like I said, it's just a really nice way to kick off the year. Uh, for this year, I actually, so I did this last year too, and I really like this. I signed up for uh, Gabrielle Bernstein's January Manifesting Challenge. So she does it. It's like a thing you log into every day. It's a couple minutes. Like it's really, really easy, but it's for the entire month of January. And then there's like a little bit of homework, like a little bit of, um, you know, like journal prompting at the end of it. And 
I just, it's just an easy one. I'll link it in show notes if anybody else is interested, but I did it last year. I really liked it. And I really feel like it's a nice way to kind of, you know, set up your new year. Right. I know I mentioned taking a course or learning something new in the new year and learning a new language or brushing up on your language skills is an awesome option. I mean, I could really use a refresher on my Spanish. It is no bueno. Preply helps you learn to confidently speak any language through live one-on-one sessions with real expert tutors. Self-guided learning can be challenging to stick with, and most language learning apps are one-size-fits-all. Plus, in-person learning can be expensively complicated at best. With Preply, you'll discover a tutor and an interactive learning platform where learning becomes a passion, not homework. Preply's one-on-one approach with 50,000 expert tutors from over 203 countries is your ticket to mastering any language you choose. From immersing yourself in a new culture to succeeding in your career or simply getting unstuck on a word you don't understand, Preply teaches you to speak a new language naturally. Over 100,000 students join Preply every month to achieve their learning goals. That's over a million a year. Book a private tutor today at preply.com slash BKP and get 50% off your first lesson for a limited time. Learn languages online with the world's best tutors for half off at preply.com slash BKP. That's preply.com slash BKP. I know I mentioned easy guided meditations as a good way to set up a solid foundation for the new year, and an app I absolutely love for this is Headspace. Headspace is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. We all say fine when we don't mean it. I mean, fine isn't really an emotion, is it? How many times have you told yourself you're fine when all you've really felt is anger or sadness or nerves? Whether you want to relieve stress or anxiety, sleep better or improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. I've had a bit of a rough pregnancy. I've mentioned it more than once on this podcast. And it has been so hard to stick to mindfulness practices, but Headspace makes it easy. From letting go of unnecessary stress to moving forward in life with less anxiety. However you feel, you have to try it to feel the difference. However you're feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash big kid and get one month free off their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash big kid today. Consider it a January challenge. Do it for the month and see how you feel. And I think you'll keep going with it, honestly. Again, that's headspace.com slash big kid. Okay, so we've set our foundation for the new year. We are kind of waking our brains up. We've got a morning routine going. We're starting to get the juices flowing. Now it's time to kind of get into that goal-setting manifestation vibe. So to do this, I'm going to kind of give you a series of a couple like prompts that you can do. I use a journal for these. We're going to go through them. One of my greatest tips is if you're going to do any of these, you want to do them together because they kind of build off of each other. So make sure to set some time aside after this episode to just bang them all out. So even if it's just an hour, I mean, like that is so doable. Think about the, I think about the hours I've spent just like scrolling Instagram where I'm like, wow, 45 minutes went by and I like didn't even realize. Like you can use that time 
you know, pick a cozy spot, get yourself a coffee or like a nice little fancy beverage. Like I have my peppermint mocha here ready and just make it fun. Make it like a little thing by setting your time aside to focus on this. You're really going to get the best results. Another hack, just even before we get started, is I always make it more fun by getting like fresh supplies for the new year. So I have like my new fresh journal. I've got a new day planner. Uh, I've got my highlighters and fresh pens. Like I always kind of think about like that back to school vibe. Like think about like how excited you were to get back to school. Like once you had those new school supplies, you know, once you had that like sick Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, like you were ready to roll. And that's kind of what we're trying to recreate here. So get your supplies ready, get comfy, and now you're ready to go. So you're going to take your little, your brand new journal and your new supplies. And one of the first things that I like to do to kind of just get my brain into a flow state is I start off with a gratitude list for the previous year. So This can just be 10 things. Like I kind of pick 10 as my minimum and sometimes I just keep going because once you start getting going on this stuff, it usually, usually more will come to you. But um, I do a little gratitude list. So for 2021 and you might, you know, when you start to think about it, a a few big things might come up. Like I, you know, one of the first things I was going to write on my list was like get married or like went on my honeymoon with a gratitude list. If you really want to like make it work kind of what we were saying earlier on your daily gratitude list where you want to get specific like instead of just writing like I'm grateful for my honeymoon like I'm gonna I I kind of like to pick like a specific moment that I can kind of like feel into you know like I'll say I'm grateful for the boat ride I took in Santorini on our honeymoon like it was so magical it was during sunset and like through kind of reliving that moment specifically you're gonna get more into flow. I know this sounds super woo woo and I can't explain it. Like I, there is a lot of neuroscience behind, um, you know, just the effects of gratitude on your brain and how they can like open up creativity and all of this good stuff. But just that is my advice. Like just try to get specific with your list. If you're having trouble coming up with things for your gratitude list, this is another little hack I like to use is like flip through your Instagram or go through your camera roll, like just kind of swipe, you know, swipe through, you'll start to remember moments from like February, March, April, earlier this year that you totally forgot about, you know, like, oh, I had that awesome night, like went out with my girlfriends in February, and it was snowing, and like, we had a snowball fight in the street, whatever it was, like, you're there, you're just going to remember some moments that you may have forgot about. And that's why I kind of like, you know, going through my Instagram or scrolling through my camera roll really quickly because the big ones will always stand out. But sometimes it's those small little moments that um, will really kind of like light you up and excite you and get you ready to kind of get into flow. So once you've done your gratitude list, it's time for a fresh new page in that journal and it's time to brain dump. So this brain dump is really just going to be a list of all the things that you would love to happen this year. They can be big, they can be small, but just think about it as like if you were a writing a list for like a magic genie, like if you had like a genie was like write down all your wishes, like this is kind of what you're going to do. Like just whatever it is, write it down, brain dump it onto paper. You can freestyle this or sometimes what's helpful for me, like I started mine as a freestyle and then I kind of noticed I was only sticking to 
one thing and you know our lives uh span lots of categories so you can even break this brain dump into categories like relationships career finances health friends and family and then break down your list of wants or dreams or wishes whatever it is underneath those categories so that you just kind of get a good well-rounded view of all the things that you want moving into this year and maybe those are tangible things like think like maybe you want to find love or find a boyfriend or maybe make more money or switch jobs or maybe it's just feelings you want to cultivate like maybe you want to feel happier walking into work every day or like me like I just want to feel more calm in general whatever it is just dump all of this out onto paper it doesn't need to make sense and um, it's going to really help you with our next step but I can tell you, I started doing this and my overwhelming change this year is that in my brain dump, I'm seeing a way bigger focus on like feelings rather than like doings. (laughs) Like I usually have so many things that I want to achieve each year. And now the things I'm seeing on my list are like, feel calm, feel relaxed. Like I just want to slow down. I want my body to feel good. I want to shift my attention from grinding at work to taking care of this like new baby I'm going to have this year. Like if if nothing else, like I just want to be a good mom. Like these are things that are less tangible goals. And that's been a change for me. And that's kind of what's cool about uh, brain dumping in general is you might actually get surprised. Like once you start putting this stuff out to paper it can be it can be a little surprising and it can give kind of give you a, a picture into like what it is that you really really want cuz that's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to uncover the things that you really do want and value in your life and now this is the most important part now that you have your little brain dump we're going to take a new sheet of paper now we want to start breaking down these things that we want into tangible action steps. This is a very important piece to the puzzle because you can have all of these amazing things you want to accomplish or want to do or want to feel, but unless you break them down into things that will actually get you to achieve them or get you to reach them, you're not going to do them. So this is obviously an important step. And if if you're looking at your brain dump and maybe you have like a hundred things that you've listed, which is awesome because I think the more you start getting into flow and writing all of that stuff, like the more clear, the more clarity you'll get. So if, if that's the case, if you have a bunch of stuff on your, on your brain dump and you're like, well, I don't want to break down every single one of these, that's craziness. Just kind of go through that brain dump and maybe circle the ones that stand out to you or highlight or put some stars next to the big ones, like the big ones that you're like, yes, this is this is a goal that I want to achieve in the new year. And so you're going to take your priorities and now let's start to break them down into tangible steps. So let's take, for example, on your list, because this is on my list every year, <laughs> is I want to make more money this year. I mean, who doesn't? But now what are the action steps that I'm going to write underneath that? So maybe it's asking for a raise or applying for a new job that pays better. But you don't stop there. You want to break now those steps down even further. Like, so if you're going to ask for a raise, 
what are some things you need to do to do that? Maybe you need to compile some data to show what you've accomplished this year. Maybe you need to like build out a little deck, like showing why you deserve this raise. You actually want to put a little bit of work and effort into this. Maybe you need to, you know, talk to your manager about this raise. So maybe you want to like put some time on her calendar or email her, ask her when would be a good time um, to have a sit down conversation and getting that on the calendar. Like these are all little mini steps that you would put under uh, your goal so that you have little actions that you can actually take and get you towards that goal. Or maybe your goal is to find a new job that pays better. Okay, this is a good example. What do you need to do to do that? So maybe you need to update your resume. Maybe you need to, you know, send out some feelers to friends that work at companies that you're interested in, or maybe they know somebody that knows somebody, you know, maybe it's just getting in touch with your network, letting people know that you're looking, just doing these little bite-sized actions, putting them on paper, and now you have a little bit more of a roadmap to go off of. So I'm actually used to like chasing down tangible goals like those like every year. Like usually I have very tangible goals. It's the ones like that I have on my list this year that are like feel more calm that I think are a little bit more tricky. Like I'm like, what do I, what do I need to do? What are my tangible steps to feel more calm? And you just want to get honest with yourself. Like I'm looking at that on my list and I'm like, honestly, the overwhelming feeling that is coming up for me is like to do that. I need to slow the fuck down. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, what does that look like? So to me, it's like, you know, taking some stuff off of my plate. It's working a little bit less. Like I am right now in a position where I've got two podcasts running every week It's a lot of work. I love to do it. Trust me when I say I love doing this shit. But I know that if I want to feel more calm, I might have to start, you know, tapering off a little bit. So on my list this year, I actually one of my action items is to like take some episodes off my calendar. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you're a fan of this podcast, you may start to see over the next few months, instead of four episodes a month, you're getting three episodes a month. And then as I get closer to my due date, I'll even be just two episodes a month and and get down to a full-on maternity leave, which to me is really hard. Like I always feel, you know, if I'm not doing, I'm going to be missing opportunities or people are going to forget about the show and leave, but you just got to be, you got to be honest and you got to be, you know, just resilient in this stuff. And I know that feeling calm and getting to a good place where I'm not so overwhelmed before I have this baby is, is really, really important to me. Like I'm looking at my brain dump and I have underlined, circled, highlighted this thing. So it's something I need to prioritize regardless of the outside bullshit. So you want to be honest with yourself and give yourself some grace in this process. I am trying to do that. Trust me. And it also is weird. I mean, I'll just say this because this is the first year that I'm looking at my goals and they look a lot different than previous years. And I kind of have a little bit of, if there's any other new, like there's any other pregos out there anybody you know in the similar boat like I used to never want to be the person that like made being a mom their full personality and when I'm looking at my goals this year I'm like oh my god I'm like so focused on this one thing like I don't want to let my career go I don't want to let what I've built go to the wayside but I think 
there are seasons in life. Like I happen to be in a very unique season of life where I'm realizing like this is a all consuming job. Um, it has surprised me in a lot of ways. Like I have, you know, pregnancy has been a lot harder than I ever anticipated. I've just had kind of a bit of a rough pregnancy and I need to, my goals for this year and my intentions for this year need to reflect where I'm at truly and not where I think I am or where I'd like to be. Like I, this is the whole point of this process is to really get clear on where you're at, what you need and what you need to do. And it's going to be unique to you and you don't need to do this perfectly. Like you don't like you don't need to add things to your to-do list or to your goals that you think are going to or you, you think are important because other people might think that they're important. You got to be true to yourself on this and that is that is something I'm really kind of taking to heart this year and just I can see it. Like when I start actually doing this stuff, I can see the physical change. And that's okay. That's okay. Hopefully we've become a little bit more clear on what we truly want. We've put together some action steps uh, to get to where we want and head towards those goals. Now it's time to sprinkle a little like mystical manifestation magic on this ritual. (laughs) And this is where I'm probably going to lose some of you, but stick around because I used to be a skeptic. And now after doing this year after year after year, I never skip these steps. Like this is this is some of the most important shit that you can do in this whole practice. So one of the big things is scripting. And I mentioned this earlier. I do this on a sometimes daily, weekly basis um, in my morning routine. I am obsessed with scripting. I actually discovered it on this podcast. We had um, an energy healer on the show, Milana Snow, way back, I think like season one maybe season one or two. I can't remember. It was episode number 32. If anybody wants to go back and listen to this episode, because she does a really good job of describing scripting. I'm going to kind of give you the cliff notes right now. But essentially what you're doing is you're taking this stuff that you want. You're looking at your next year or whenever you're doing this. If you want to do like a daily scripting, you look at your day, whatever. But for the purposes of this exercise, we're looking at 2022 and you want to write out like a script as if and now you want to write out your year as if it's already happened so you want to you want to do like a a kind of like a journal dump of like after 2022 after you've accomplished all of these things all of these goals that you've already decided that you want on your list you want to now write it as if you've already done it so like when if I'm going to do my scripting you know I'm going to be like I am so grateful that I, you know, went into labor and it was so much easier than I thought. And I got my baby in my arms and I'm more in love with this kid than I ever imagined I could be. Parenting and motherhood has come so naturally to me. It's something I actually really, really love. And I love my baby and our family is so close and I'm so happy that we're building this family together. I feel so loved from my husband and the three of us are just so happy and excited in our new roles in this house. Something like that. Like you're writing this stuff that you want to happen as if it's already happened. And once you really get going on this, if you've never scripted before, you're going to start to like feel the emotions of the thing that you want as if it's already happened. And that is like a huge piece when it comes to manifestation. 
is feeling those feelings as if they've already happened and that you've already obtained them. It has to do with the law of attraction. Again, I am not an expert on this stuff. I can just tell you from years of trial and error, it works. Like I've scripted stuff where I'm like, when I do my weekly scripting, I'll do something like, I can't believe this contract came in and it was for more money than I'm used to and with a brand that I actually really, really like and something that I already use. And like that shit will happen. Like it's weird. Like when you start to attract this stuff um, using the scripting technique, like it, it can work. Like you just got to try it. Like if, if anybody listening is like, this sounds weird, I'm telling you, just try it. It doesn't have to be a book. You know, you can go home and script one page, but just try and take the things that you want and script them as if they've already happened. That's kind of the general gist. And if you're a little bit more confused, because maybe I'm not describing this great, again, episode 32, Milana Snow will walk you through that shit. She is a pro. So the last last step in our little new year's ritual and I do this every year I'm a huge fan of doing it is vision boarding I am a huge fan of vision boarding I do it every year Um, what I usually do is I usually make it like a fun activity with friends like I'll have friends come over we all bring magazines um, we dump them in the middle of the floor of the living room and we all just like cut out shit that feels right like you'll go through flip through magazines maybe it's a trip like a tropical destination, maybe it's an engagement ring, you know, maybe like this year, oh my God, my vision board's going to look so different with like babies being swaddled and like cool nursery room designs. I don't know, but you just kind of go through these magazines, you pick out the things that stand out to you. Some vi- So you have some visual um, stimulation around some of the things that you want. And I like to take my vision board after I've completed it. I like to snap a picture of it. I usually make it the background of my phone so that I can look at it literally any time of day I want. I stick it in my closet or somewhere I know where I'm going to see it daily. And it's just one of those things. It's a really good way um, of to visualize the things that you want so that you can manifest these things into your life. I'm a big fan of vision boarding. It is so crazy to me. I always save my vision boards too. Like I look back on vision boards that I I created five years ago and I'm like, oh my God, like the house that I had cut out is the house I'm moving into this year. Like the, it's just crazy. Like the things that you'll notice, especially if you start to save these over time that can come true. And so you might, you might not be a fan of vision boarding, but I always love ending my new year ritual with this practice. It's fun to get crafty. It's fun to use your hands. And it's a great thing that you can then look at every day and remind yourself of the things that you want and the things that you're trying to covet into your own life. All right. So that is a wrap on our little new year ritual. I hope it was helpful. I hope you found maybe a little practice or exercise you want to try to help get 2022 off on the right foot. If you make your vision board, hey, tag me. I'd love to see them. I hope you all have an amazing start to the new year. Let's hope it's a little easier than the last two years. I think it will be. I mean, I like to think positively, guys. And something else to look forward to, I mean, we have such a good lineup of shows coming to you this year. We have some incredible guests booked and some episodes I think you all are really, really going to like. So I'm excited to kick this new year off together. 
If you want more from me, you can follow me on Big Kid Problems on Instagram and on my personal account at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. You can also check out my pregnancy podcast, Bottle Service. I mean, that show follows pregnancy week by week. So if you're pregnant, looking to get pregnant in 2022 or know anyone who's going through that journey. I mean, definitely share this show with them. It's super informative and real and we're having a lot of fun over there. And thank God only have a few more months left. I mean, I'm doing April guys. So we are getting there. All right. With that, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and that you get your January started on the right foot and I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>